8.6. Don't run away. Sometimes you hit a wall. Decuck, spot. Your instincts kick in. Fight or flight. If you're sane, your brain says, run. Your wife says, run. Your parents say, run. Run away from the blast zone. Save yourself. Maybe that's the smart thing to do. But that's not what a hero does. A hero mans up and fights. You will encounter some seriously unpleasant patches when you decide to follow your dreams. You have to suck it up and take the good with the bad. Running away doesn't solve your problems. It simply delays the inevitable. And when you're finally forced to confront reality, the explosion is that much bigger. Tackle your fears early. Don't run away. 8.7. Forget about revenge. Gandhi said, The weak can never forgive. Forgiveness is the attribute of the strong. So you've been screwed. So you've been betrayed. So you've been beaten. So what? Justice is not your job. Leave justice to karma. What goes around will come around. Your job is to be a success. Success lies with what can be taken from the future, not what can be reclaimed from the past. Let it go. Reflect, learn lessons, move on. Revenge is a negative motive and negative energy. Only negative things can come of it. Stay in the light. 8.8. Take it like a man. Dennis O'Brien, an Irish telecoms billionaire, said once, Harden up. Life is rough and tumble. Sometimes you'll lose money, or your lover will cheat on you, or your friend will betray you, or whatever. That's just how it goes. Being a hero means taking risk. Risk means accepting the chance of failure. When things don't go your way, be cool. Don't rant, rave, blame the world. Dry your eyes and suck it up. Take responsibility. Be a man. If you can't take setbacks on the chin, you can't be a hero. 8.9. Four steps for recovering from failure. You might have a huge setback in life. Whatever you do, don't make any rush decisions. Life is like love. Rebound relationships usually end in tears. If you can afford to, force yourself to take six months off before deciding on the way forward. During your break, do the following. 1. Read a book called Necessary Endings by Dr. Henry Cloud. Do it. 2. Clear your head. Get out of Dodge City. Get away from the noise. Pack your family in a car and do a road trip. Better yet, fly to a time zone on the other side of the world where no one knows you or can call you. Give yourself space and time to process your thoughts and deal with the emotions of failure. 3. Reassess your priorities. Did you keep your family first? Did you enjoy what you were doing? Are you living in the right town? Are you living in the right country? Starting over again is the ideal moment for making the pivotal decisions needed to realign your career with your life. Choose the town you want to live in, then choose a business model that won't compromise your family life, and then do what you love. 4. Reflect on your lessons. Big setbacks are the richest learning opportunities you'll ever have. You'll learn about yourself, life, 
and about other people. Sit down, write what you've learned. What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What would you do differently? Make a list of all the people that stood by you and the ones that suddenly lost your phone number. One day you'll be top of the pile again. That's a great place to be, but it doesn't teach you much. Learn your lessons when you hit the ground. 8.10. There is only one way out of a jam. Feeling stressed? Back against the wall? Running out of cash? Running out of time? In a jam? There's only one way out. Flat out. When your back's against the wall, you have no choice. Wait for them to finish you off or come out fighting. Go with the latter. Double down on effort. Shout from the rooftops. Act crazy. Go in arms flailing. Take every inch of energy you have and invest it in getting what you want. When you're in a jam, there's only one way out. Flat out. 8.11 Sometimes you just have to play dead. Most times, the best way to deal with a problem is to tackle it head on. Show no fear. But sometimes the problem is better left alone. Especially in the case of people. Some people gain energy from you engaging directly. No matter how good the case is, your attention is a form of validation and makes them stronger. It's at times like these that the best strategy is to play dead. Don't take calls, don't reply to emails, don't retort to insults. Even the most persistent of naggers will eventually wander off to find more fun fights. Conserve your energy for where it's needed most. Play dead. 8.12 Seven tricks for fighting fear. Only fools don't feel fear. There's no escaping it. All you can do is try to manage it. Here are some tricks to keep your fear in check. 1. Meditate. Clearing your mind is a powerful way to quiet the little voice in your head and remove your doubts. 2. Prepare. Don't take a knife to a gunfight. Preparation will give you confidence. 3. Imagine the worst scenario. The real-life consequences of losing are rarely as bad as your imagination makes them out to be. Think it through and you'll be less scared. 4. Cultivate close relationships. The more social ties you have, the braver you will be. 5. Act brave. The psychologist William James proved that if you act confident, your body will produce the hormones that make you confident. Outward appearances can impact your mental estate. Stand tall, shoulders back. 6. Read. The more you read, the more you'll realize you're not alone. Many others have been in worse situations and survived. Why not you? 7. Fail. The more you take risks, fail, and survive, the more you will overcome the fear of failure. 8.13. This too shall pass. There are times in life where you feel overwhelmed. Bickering staff, bad press, no parking. The temptation is to step in, get involved, solve the problem, get things under control. Resist that temptation. Most things will resolve themselves. Most problems are just noise. Ignore the noise, weather the storm. This too shall pass applies to most things. Meddling in the small stuff will usually make matters worse. The important stuff is family, cash flow, 
and coffee. Focus on family, cash flow, and coffee. For the rest, be cool. Chapter 9. Learning Theo Rutstein once said, You don't want to learn too many lessons, otherwise you won't take any risks. 9.1. Tell your story. If a tree falls over in a forest and no one is there to hear it, did it make a sound? Most rational people say, yes, of course it made a sound. A lack of witnesses does not negate the reality of a tree making a sound when it falls over. That's why most rational people never get anywhere in life. The right answer is no. The tree did not make a sound if no one heard it. Grasping this fundamental truth is key to taking responsibility for your life, career, and dreams. Build it, and they will come, is a mantra for losers. The world is busy. People are being bombarded by information all day, every day. The mobile web is only making the fire hose bigger. People don't have time to find you. You need to get their attention. Otherwise, you'll go through life thinking, I'm so awesome, but no one gives me credit. Oh, woe is me. Opportunity can't knock on your door if you don't have a door. Or if no one can find your house. You've got to put yourself out there and risk making a fool of yourself. The tree only makes a sound if there's a witness. 9.2 7 Tips for Improving Your Memory 1. If you don't tell yourself you have a great memory, you'll never have a great memory. Pretend your memory is great. 2. The brain stores memories using all five senses. The more of them you use, the more likely you are to remember. Keep a diary. It's the physical sensation of writing. Use a pencil. You can hear yourself writing. Use scented paper. You can smell the writing. 3. Associate names with images. 4. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Say it enough and it will stick. 5. Practice. Instead of looking up your flight reference number at the check-in desk, memorize it. It's only six characters. Get into the habit of exercising your memory muscle. 6. Build yourself a memory palace. If you don't know what that is, Google it. 7. Live an exciting life. If every day is like the day before, you'll never remember a single day. Excitement equals risk. Take risks and you'll find your memory improves. 9.3. Six Rules for Writing by George Orwell 1. Never use a metaphor, simile, or other figure of speech which you are used to seeing in print. 2. Never use a long word where a short one will do. 3. If it is possible to cut a word out, always cut it out. 4. Never use the passive where you can use the active. 5. Never use a foreign phrase, a scientific word, or a jargon word if you can think of an everyday English equivalent. 6. Break any of these rules sooner than saying anything outright barbarous. 9.4. The difference between thinkers and doers. Jean-Paul Sartre said, Only the guy who isn't rowing has time to rock the boat. There are two extremes in life that you want to avoid. Extreme thinkers and extreme doers. An extreme thinker is like a guy who is so busy planning his urination that he forgets to unzip 
and instead wets his pants. The satisfaction of having designed the perfect Wii is spoilt by the realization that his wardrobe must now be replaced. An extreme doer is like a guy who is so intent on getting the job done that instead of thinking things through, he wheezes on his hands and his pants and even his shirt. The warming sensation on his hands gives the misguided perception of progress, whereas in fact, he is making more work for himself. Keep a safe distance from extreme thinkers. Be careful of shaking hands with extreme doers. 9.5. 23 tips for becoming a better negotiator. 1. First impressions count. Dress smart, smile. 2. Home games are preferable. Your office is a stronger base to negotiate from. 3. Expect to be liked. The other person will notice. Likeability is key to doing deals. 4. Make small talk. Don't charge in on the details. Create a comfortable atmosphere. 5. Be positive. Be optimistic. 6. Be nice. 7. Mimic. Copy the other person's body language and words. 8. Look for commonality. Common ground is the best place to start from. 9. Get three consecutive yeses and you'll get a deal. 10. Be humble. No one likes arrogance. 11. Flattery will get you everywhere. 12. Listen. 13. Say we. 14. Act stupid when you're smart. 15. Act smart when you're stupid. 16. Body language is important. Don't fold your arms. 17. Be confident. Act confident. 18. 1 Rand 99 is better than 2 Rand. 19. Don't use round numbers. They sound like you've plucked them out of the air. 20. Sometimes it's best to be the first to put a number on the table. 21. No evidence is better than weak evidence. 22. Repetition, repetition, repetition. 23. Have a good time. Life is too short. 9.6. The Art of Selling A hero must know how to persuade people, to win arguments, how to sell. You can't get ahead without learning how to sell. You need to be a salesman. Selling is an art, a learnt skill. Some people are born with the gift of the gab, but the best salesmen are those for whom it doesn't come naturally. Why? Because the customer can see you're not comfortable selling. And so they trust that you wouldn't be standing there, sweating, unless you truly believed in what you're pushing. The first big sell of your life is your spouse. You need to convince someone that's better than you, that's out of your league, that you are in fact worthy. Here are some tips. 1. Tell the truth. Always tell the truth. Lying is a short-term strategy. It may work in a big country like the USA, where you can move around a lot, but in South Africa, if you get divorced, you're still brother and sister. With the arrival of social media, our small town is getting smaller every day. If you lie, you'll be found out, and then it's tickets for your career as a salesman. Tell the truth, that way you won't have to remember what you said. 2. Listen to the customer. 
Most people think selling is about talking. Wrong. Selling is about listening. You can't give the customer what he wants unless you know what she wants. If the customer wants hot dogs, don't sell her hamburgers. 3. Make a good first impression. First impressions may not be everything, but it's much easier getting a yes if you make a positive first impression. Be neat, be on time, be prepared, be polite. Don't fake it. If you're not a suit wearer, don't wear a suit. If the girl of your dreams loves guys in suits, chase another girl. Pretending to be someone that you're not is akin to lying. A short-term strategy doomed to failure and not a great way to live. 4. Help people. The more you help people, the more people will help you. What goes around, comes around. 5. Show respect. It's so simple, and yet so many people don't do it. Take the time to learn the culture of your customer. Did you know that Swana consider it a sign of disrespect to make eye contact when you're shaking hands? Have good manners, respect local customers, be patient. No one will say yes if they feel you don't respect them. 6. Do whatever has to be done. Sometimes you have to suck up your ego and wait outside her window for hours. Sometimes you have to dress up to go to a dance party. Sometimes you have to dance. You gotta do what needs to be done to win. No one else will do it. 7. Close the deal. It's easy to faff around and avoid the hard questions like, will you marry me? Some people specialize in messing others around. The best way to find out whether you're being messed around is to ask for a commitment. Maybe is a no. For a masterclass on how to sell, read Mark McCormack's book, What They Don't Teach You at Harvard Business School, and Harry Beckwith's Selling the Invisible. If you're not ready to be a salesman, you're not ready to be a hero. 9.7. Change your mind. When the facts change, I change my mind. What do you do? John Maynard Keynes. If you're not cringing at some of the things you've said in the past, then you're not growing. As you go through life and experience new things, your perspective changes. You learn stuff. You grow up. In life, you'll sometimes be forced to take a view, to defend a position, to be opinionated. You'll say some stupid things. It's inevitable. The trick is to accept that you'll make mistakes. When you realize you did or said something stupid, acknowledge it, course correct, and move on. Everyone, as well-meaning and learned as they seem, makes mistakes. Making mistakes doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is that you are honest with yourself and have the guts to admit it. If it's your life, it's your mistake. If you fail, you can't point fingers and say, but he said. It doesn't matter if people think you're a fool. You can't build a life based upon other people's opinions. At the end of the day, your life is your responsibility. If you want to succeed, you must keep learning. The only way to learn is if you admit your mistakes and change your mind.